everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast reanalyzed the 1999 examination of beauty in high school. She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 41, beginning with Mac saying, present the new, not improved, but different, Lainey Boggs. Mm-hmm. And it goes on through... Zach sighing after the end of an iconic film scene, <laughs> I, which he is living, not watching. Exactly. I mean, he's, he's watching it, like, play out in front of him as he lives it, not right. watching it on TV. Right. We're watching him watch a thing, and that's the scene. That's the scene. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I... Sighing was was the verb I picked for for that particular thing, but it's not a sigh. It's more of like an exhalation of of effort. He's yeah. not like upset. It's just he's had to. We'll get to it, but he's had to catch her. <laughs> yes, yes. Lainey, yeah, Lainey has tripped and Zach has caught her. Right, and it is the sound of Zach's breath leaving his body. Yeah, as that happens. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I really like the um, the new, not improved, but different Lanny Boggs. I think that is mm-hmm. such a great a great way of putting the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me. I was like, huh. So if if it was all women in the world and it wasn't men, like objectifying and like. <laughs> Like sure. De- yeah. Subtly demeaning. We have stuff like this where it's like, ah, nuance. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Mac knows what's up. Mac exactly, knows yeah. that Lainey is great by herself, even though she's only just met her. Yeah. Um, and that all they're doing is cleaning up her look a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, so we have, uh, um mac doing kind of like a presenting and then Mm -hmm. uh laney not coming down and and not coming down yeah most of this minute is just mac looking up the stairs like come on yeah yeah Yeah. um get your cute butt down here felt too familiar Mm -hmm. i mean fine for the character because i think too familiar is is a fine area for mac to be living in yes but (laughs) yes i also kind of feel like however long they were up there yeah they bonded for sure that's absolutely quickly i think Mm -hmm. that mac is the type of person who brings that out in people yes um i think that she makes it very easy to bond with her yeah and you know i mean like laney said last week her you know her mom died when she was really young and so she's never really had this experience and there is something i mean as you know from theater there is something about the experience of having someone fuss over you like that Mm -hmm. that absolutely makes it you know it it makes you feel closer to them absolutely yeah even if you're not talking about you know your dead mom oh for sure yeah i mean like Getting makeup on in theater in high school was my favorite, one of my favorite parts. Um, I guess getting cast number one, <laughs> uh, rehearsal, no, rehearsal's number one, getting cast number two, getting makeup put on is probably number three. Um, even if I didn't know the person putting on my makeup, it was like... You did by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. 
I love you. Like, it, like not really, but in the moment of someone being right there and sort of kind of massaging your face a little bit. Sure. Um, With and a sponge like and paying some attention to you. And nye yeah, pancake exactly. from 1974. Mm-hmm. You know, fancy stuff. Yeah. Luxurious actor um, stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it, it's that thing of, I mean, yeah. And so you bond with someone even if... You don't know them very well because you're in just close proximity, whether it's like direct, like makeup being put on sort of stuff or just around them all the time, like at rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I think that Mac probably goes a long way to making Lainey feel comfortable with this mm-hmm. whole process. Just like Lainey doesn't really want to be going to this party. Right. But she doesn't not want to go badly enough to actually put her foot down and be like, no, you can't make me do this thing that I don't right. want to do. Even yeah. though she could. Yeah. This is, and this arguably is, should. Yeah. This is where the uh, the rom-com, teen rom-com um, smoke gets pumped into the building. Like, yeah. This is where, I mean, frankly, this is one of the places where your nice guys point to stuff like this. When stuff like actual real life Lainey says, no, for real, get out of here. They're like, but Lainey let Zach give her a makeover. I guess I'll just hang around with your dad. No, get out. (laughs) Yeah, No, you will not play Sega with my brother. You will not look at my dad's pool junk. You will go home and stop stalking me. Right, right. Yeah. So, So, yeah, I mean... And, but, I mean, it's also well within her rights to not do that. I mean, like, she can begrudgingly accept the friendship of a popular... Sure. I want to say older, older, older man, but, like, not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole thing just... So, I mean, the whole thing, like, she just... We have been given absolutely no indication of why Lainey is still going along with this nonsense. Right. We, I have to assume that she is somewhat intrigued by the fact that he isn't just Zack Seiler class president. Like, there's a lot right. more to him than she ever realized. Yeah. But most think... of what she sees of him is him pushing her to do stuff that she's clearly not comfortable with. Yeah, and then at the end of it, she does is a little bit like, okay, that wasn't as awful as I expected it to be, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't still really uncomfortable the whole time. Right, and I have to imagine that something, something of Jesse's input, which we as an audience feel like we're not getting a lot of, but right. which Lainey would probably feel like she is getting sort of a constant press from. Peer pressure in sort of a lowercase p, lowercase p sort of way. Like, I mean, he's definitely in her head on the other side of of the, you know, of the of the line being like, come on, you never do anything. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Um, And I think that has something to do with it, too. Yeah, I wish we got to see more of that. Like, I... I, I recognize from a movie-making point of view why we don't. But from a storytelling perspective, I don't fully buy into this whole thing. Yeah. 
it it feels like there should have been a, a scene and you know this is where we always <laughs> this is welcome to um james and aaron imagine deleted scenes that would make things way better yep <laughs> um, my, one of my favorite parts of these podcasts <laughs> um where if it's jesse fine if it's um her dad fine whoever pulls her aside and we just get a sort of barometric uh reading of her yeah and the person she trusts and sort of a level with me is he barking up the wrong tree do i need to like go full-on unfun dad mode because i really don't want to please tell me that i don't have to do that right but do you need me to make <laughs> yeah. an excuse for why you can't go to this right. party and and have her not i mean just sort of have her why why I, she, we don't know yeah. her why very well exactly and you know at at our more advanced than it was when this movie came out age right we are somewhat farther removed from teenage hormones than we yeah. were when we initially saw this. So I think as a teenager, I was like, I mean, he's hot. So yeah, of course she wants to go to this party that she doesn't actually want to go to. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, now I, as and, an adult, I'm like, have some agency over yourself, Lainey. And actually I would be fine if that was clearly what was going on. Right. Fine by me. Listen, hot people make, not necessarily on the hot registry people do things all the time simply as a result of their hotness that is a right. realistic thing but it's it doesn't appear to be that it right i feel like all we get are laney's reasons why not and then zach running them over with his truck jeep mm-hmm. like and it being fine everyone's fine with that and i don't know <laughs> I don't know what yeah. step C is is where I'm I'm lost because there has to be a why haven't you kicked him out and punched him in the face like what is going right. on here right if this was a YA rom com book yeah. we would be inside Lainey's head and so we would get to yes. hear her why even yeah. if it was third person we would still spend time with the protagonist in a way that we don't get right. to with a movie with and in with the, your... and in that way movies are really a more difficult storytelling medium. Although, I mean, like, uh, Easy A, I believe, has an internal narrative. and That's uh, true. Mean Girls, for sure, does. And yeah, I don't know if this... there's a contract out on redheads only getting to have internal monologues, which, I Maybe. mean, I don't know, Hollywood. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the weirdest thing that I've heard about Hollywood. <laughs> I... This is not the first show where we've wanted an internal monologue. <laughs> I know. Well, and I think a lot of it is that we end up with these main characters that don't get fully fleshed out yeah. to be believable in the scenarios that they're put in. I think we also both just really like having all of the information. Yes. More, more information <laughs> than is necessary is... But, then, but it also feels like this is a situation where... It's like if the, it's like the trailer being like, meet Lainey Boggs. Doom, 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 doom. She's a an art student who just wants boom, 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 boom. But she's not gonna get it. And you're like, wait a minute, was that music supposed to convey something? Like, you, are we? Is she supposed to be relatable in a is in such a universal way that like 
we don't even need to say it. Just the whole vibe yeah. of it is going to get it. Because I feel like that was a very 90s thing. Yes. And then it isn't. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. actually work. And I think actually Mean Girls and Easy A are both like 2000s teen rom-coms. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is not a coincidence. Yeah, I agree. Um, the only note that I actually took, um, so Lainey comes down the stairs to Sixpence None the Richer's Kiss Me, and yeah. it's a yeah. an iconic scene. You know, we, yeah. we start with, you know, Zach's eyes getting wide as he notices her, and right. it starts at her feet and pans up. She's wearing, like, these chunky 90s heels. Yeah. And then at the end, of, at the bottom of the stairs, she trips and falls, and he catches her. And the music cuts. Yes. I love that music. Just yes. absolutely free fall. Yes. Here's the thing. So Lainey is probably not used to walking in heels. Right. These are not easy. I had a pair of shoes that was very similar to this. Okay. And they're like big, chunky 90s heels with a little bit of a platform, like strappy sandal type things. And that carpet, when you see her feet coming down the stairs, that carpet mm-hmm. is really plush. Yeah. Like good padding underneath it as well as a high pile so the carpet alone would be enough to make you trip if you just caught your foot wrong and since she's also not used to walking in heels and they are platforms on top of being heels like i mean i probably would have bitten it going down those stairs and i yeah at one point was used to wearing heels right so yeah yeah I, i think i mean it's one of those things where it's like yeah, I think that, that it's 100% realistic. I think that it it is a cinematic moment that they undermine in the perfect way that it feels like that kind of moment can be undermined by a yes. dumb thing. Yes. Which I thought was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 all I had was that the the music stop and I really I really liked that a lot. Um yeah. oh, not another teen movie. One of the best scenes in that entire movie look it up on YouTube, is the recreation of this scene where she not only falls, but, like, the staircase collapses and, like, a sinkhole opens up and stuff. Yeah, you have talked about that on yeah. the show before. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Well, probably, in, in fact, almost certainly last episode. Yes, I believe Still, it was. look it up. It It's way worth it more than, uh, than watching the whole movie. Um, <laughs> but that is all I have uh, in terms of my notes. Yep, same. Shall I do some social media? Go for it. All right. We have a a Twitter account for this podcast franchise, which is at J-E underscore Minute Movies. Uh, individually, we have Twitter accounts. Mine is at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which uh, is also on Twitter at ScavengersNet. And you can find the website for Scavengers Network at scavengersnetwork.com. Has... Um, players for all the shows it has um uh, i think that um for timeline scavengers we're thinking about putting in like a almost like a mailbag or like a like a letter area like in the back of a comic book um for our for that space it's a really cool designed website and mm-hmm. uh it also links to our store so um go head over there for all of that um and check out some of the other shows uh with the players that are on each of the shows uh pages which make it easy to sort of uh, dip in and sample a little bit. Yeah. So, um, that 
is going to do it for today. Mm-hmm. We have uh, we have passed the first of no, actually maybe the second or third of iconic movie scenes from She's All That. This is the big one though, yeah. um, and we're past it. Look at that, mm-hmm. we're already past it. I can see yep. it in our review. Um, now the rear view that I see it in though, Aaron, um, mm-hmm. it feels elevated. Is the rear view that I'm seeing that iconic movie scene? Is that truck? Yes, Mack truck. Nice. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.